Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. You can uh, count on the fact that um, Democrats and the mainstream media will be all over the uh, guilty verdict of Larry Householder, the former Republican Speaker of the House here in Ohio. You're going to hear it over and over and over again. It just proves how corrupt the Republicans are. Just typical of the way they do business. You're going to hear that over and over and over again. Well, listen, um, <laughs> we have problems on the right. We, we do. We certainly have problems on the right. But the left has no hold on virtue, honesty, integrity. In fact, I've said it over and over again, truth and facts are not left-wing virtues. We, we have a heart problem in America, and we have it on the Republican side, we have it on the Democrat side. And we certainly have it in our public schools. Listen to this story out of San Diego. Um, in... Uh, What month was this? Just recently, San Diego Public Schools uh, announced five educators as the San Diego County Teachers of the Year for 2022 and 2023. Um, I'm trying to see here when that declaration was made. It was recently. Again, San Diego Public Schools. Uh, announced that five educators in the San Diego school system were the teachers of the year. Well, one of those teachers of the year, one of the five, was just arrested. Yeah. Uh, KNSD, one of the TV stations in San Diego, reported that Jacqueline Ma, M.A., a sixth-grade teacher at Lincoln Acres Elementary School has been arrested and charged with three felony counts of lewd and lascivious acts with a child and three felony counts of... I'm not comfortable in even reading that on the air, Uh, and, and, and I won't. According to District Superintendent uh, Leangela Brady, Ms. Ma was arrested at 8 a.m. yesterday on school grounds. The victim, allegedly exploited while under the age of 14, is no longer a student in the district. The uh, superintendent said, We know that our entire school community is stunned, as we were, by this news. The district will cooperate with law enforcement and cannot comment any further on the pending investigation. Ma, 34 years old, was one of five educators named 2022-2023 San Diego County Teachers of the Year. 
At the ceremony, Dr. Paul Gothold, San Diego County Superintendent of Schools, said, The teachers we are celebrating here tonight are innovative in what they do and passionate about the students they serve. It's an honor to be recognizing these amazing educators and individuals. Uh, The San Diego County Office of Education page states that Ma, this was when she uh, received the award, Ma considers the relationship she maintains with her students her greatest accomplishments. Concerning Ma's reception of the war, of the award, Kathy Melanie's principal at Lincoln Acres Elementary School, which is where she was working, said, quote, I can't imagine a more qualified and passionate educator to receive this honor. The creativity, initiative, collaboration, and 100% dedication Ms. Ma has for her students and the school is immeasurable. When students leave Ms. Ma's room, they are more confident students, more engaged citizens, and more thoughtful adolescents who know they are loved. Now, that was the position of the school board. Now that she has been arrested, a number of parents have come forward and said there were all kinds of red flags with this teacher. Uh, One parent said that the teacher was constantly hanging around her son came to all of his baseball games, even traveled to Tijuana one weekend. Uh, she went to his birthday party. Uh, she, The mother said, why is she always texting my son? Uh, she also had contact. Uh, she was always checking in with a brother. And uh, some parents said she was creepy when she was around other students. So evidently, there were some red flags that uh, were completely missed. Incredibly sad. But this is incredibly wonderful. Uh, And I think I've got just enough time to get this story in. What an encouragement. Uh, Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Canada... Uh, a couple had gotten pregnant and miscarried a baby. Christian couple, they wanted children so bad, so they tried again. And uh, the wife got pregnant with twins, and they were just beside themselves with excitement. However, in a prenatal check, Doctors said that the babies would probably be born premature and had such serious medical problems that there was no possible way they could survive. The doctors, of course, said you need to abort. Mother and father, both Christians, said, no, we are not going to abort. Doctors said, well, they're going to be stillborn. 
If they're not stillborn, they will die within hours, possibly minutes. You might be able to hold them on your chest and watch them die. Why do you want to do that? Just abort the babies. The mother and father both said, no, we are going to trust God. Listen to this. I pick up this story out of Canada. On March 4th, this was a year ago, the world's most premature twins, Adaya and Adrial Nataraja, born at 22 weeks and weighing 0.72 pounds each, three quarters of a pound, defied all odds when they celebrated their first birthday. Doctors had initially told their parents that the twins were not viable and, quote, had a zero chance of survival. The initial reaction was, I'm sorry for your loss. We're going to lose those babies, the twins' father told Guinness World Records. Doctors told us they may come out any minute, and there's no possibility that they are going to survive. Um, Doctors at the hospital advised us there was nothing they could do. The best the hospital could offer was comfort care, meaning once the babies were born, they would take the babies, put them on my chest and Kevin's chest, and just wait for them to die. And the doctors said they would provide no care. They would just allow the babies to die because they had no chance of surviving because they were so early. Quote, the hospital urged the parents to not resuscitate the babies even if they were born after 22 weeks. The parents adamantly refused. Quote, we insisted on the babies being given a chance to live. Well, they are the world's most premature twins. That was a year ago. March 4th, they celebrated their first birthday. They are home from the hospital and have been for quite some time and are doing quite well. you got to love parents who are determined to simply trust God. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I want to make a quick clarification on some things that I said earlier. Uh, concerning Larry Householder, the former Speaker of the House, who was found guilty today by a jury of his peers, uh, I said it makes me sad personally because I knew him not well. We weren't best buddies, and as I often say, we didn't, you know, play golf every week. But I knew him. Uh, He knew me. Uh, I spent a couple of hours in his office one day. Uh, He was always open. Uh, If I asked for an interview on my program, he would almost always grant it immediately. He was very, very approachable. 
And he was very likable. He was a farmer from out in the country, you know. He was a very likable individual. And I did not know him well enough to not be bamboozled by him like a lot of people were. If the charges are true, and it certainly seems like they are, I was certainly fooled, and I readily admit that. But it still makes me sad. I don't find any glee in someone destroying their life, destroying their reputation. Um, He's going to pay a price, and he should. But I don't want anyone to misunderstand that in any way I am minimizing what he did for the people of Ohio himself, his family, and so forth. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just saying it, it makes me really sad. And it makes me sad for all of the people of Ohio and the people who put trust in him. He was a very popular politician. He was a very popular Speaker of the House. He fooled a whole lot of people. And I think the thing that troubles me more than anything is that if he is guilty, and it certainly looks like he is guilty, that he is showing absolutely no remorse whatsoever. None. None. And I think that's just unbelievably sad. All right, since I brought up Larry Householder again, I've got Mike in Northwest Columbus that wants to discuss that. Mike, you're on Bobberty Live. Welcome, and thanks for calling. Hi. I mean, if the dispatcher had been honest about, his, about him when he ran for re-election again, then he may not have got elected. I said he, he's despicable for what he did as Speaker of the House. He tried to stop and attack the people that that uh, opened up and created the new Albany surgery, uh, orthopedic hospital. The, the dispatch thought that, that they should have an emergency room because they're building a hospital for orthopedic surgery. He joined in attacking them. I lost any respect for him for him, you know, at, at that time. I didn't. What, I didn't recall that. Don't. I don't oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah, I was keeping score. I keep score of some of the stuff when these people do things <laughs> like that. The, the, the side with the dispatch. I mean, the dispatch. I don't see why they can report that there's a hospital there and it's, you know, it's not to have an emergency room, but that's not their business. It's a specific hospital for orthopedic surgeon, orthopedic surgery, which really. A lot of its elderly people have hips and knees and things like that, and the doctors put their money together and invest in a hospital. And you know, with the harassment, they ended up selling it to uh, St. Anne's, which was pretty despicable in and of itself. <laughs> I tell you, the, the the whole medical community, the hospital community, is vicious. I remember when St. Anne's was going to build in Westerville. Uh, back when they were first talking about it, 
Riverside Hospital flipped out and went on a full-blown campaign, publicity campaign, to try to prove there was no need for a hospital in Westerville. Don't need it. Don't need a hospital in Westerville. What are they thinking about? And, of course, Riverside was just trying to protect their own business. And that's what it is. It's a business. Yeah. And I'll, I'll never forget that because we lived in Westerville. And I thought, what do you mean? We need a hospital yeah. in Westerville. And my goodness, look how they built on and built on and built on. And St. Anne's has gotten larger and larger and larger and larger because of the need in the community. And, of course, Westerville was just beginning to explode in growth at the time. But Riverside was vicious yeah. in their attack against St. Anne's. And lo and behold, they have a hospital in Dublin. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. All right. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate hey, it. All right. Oh, my goodness. Um, hospitals do wonderful things. Joy and I have both had wonderful experiences in hospitals. A few years ago, I probably would have died had it not been for the very quick action of St. Anne's. I was in very sick, and they sent in an emergency trauma team that saved my life. On the other hand, we've had some horrible experiences in hospitals as well. All right, we're going to move on. We'll be back. 